Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-on items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. Hello, Culturama listeners, and welcome to this exciting episode of Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. This program is brought to you by Entertainment LTD in Trinidad and Tobago and your content bestie. We are Sanctum Entertainment Limited, proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. We encourage you to listen and join us in a journey of cultures, ideas, and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, and we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. Now, this program is called Entrepreneurship Slash Picture Business Idea, where I interview entrepreneurs, economists, financial analyst and more. Today, I have the beautiful Stephanie Rigby and we're going to discuss on the topic of content slash Instagram, you know, how to make your content better on Instagram and why should people use Instagram more than Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn? Well, the whole works. You know, as entrepreneurs, we have to boost our sales, increase our sales, um, show our content out there and Stephanie is here to give us advice on that. So before we go to the content part, I want to know who is Stephanie? Why did she quit her nine to five job and what landed her in the business field? Hi, Steph. Welcome to the program. Hi, Tanika. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, first of all, this is exciting because obviously we, we met recently through a networking group and I'm excited to be able to share my knowledge with your listeners. So thank you for having me today. So tell us who is Stephanie Rigby? Yeah, so I'm Steffi, aka your content bestie. I'm an Instagram strategist and content mentor for online entrepreneurs, specifically female entrepreneurs in particular, but I do work with men as well. Um, so the reason why I quit my nine to five to, to start this business was actually due to COVID. So I had been in sales and marketing in the corporate world for about 10 plus years. Um, and I was used to doing, uh, you know, content creation and marketing and sales strategy for corporations and I um, had a, a job where I worked with a woman who had her own Facebook marketing agency. Um, and then upon leaving that job due to some conflict, I ended up actually starting my own business as a virtual assistant, helping entrepreneurs um, engage with their audience and build connections with their audience on Instagram. And then I went back into the corporate world working full time because I just couldn't sustain that by itself. And then March, 2020 came around and COVID hit. Um, and I ended up losing that full-time job due to COVID. So I decided that was time to go full-time 
in my business. So for the last year and a half, I've been doing just that, working with entrepreneurs around the world, helping them create content for their uh, Instagram that attracts and converts their dream clients. And I'm super happy to be able to be doing that today. Tell us what is Instagram? Yeah, so Instagram is a marketing platform essentially, but it's a content platform and it's meant it's made for content creators. So it's made for people to create visual content to share around the world with people around the world to, you know, spark inspiration, motivation and just share sort of like everyday life. But a lot of people don't look at it the same as sort of like you said about LinkedIn where LinkedIn is like a networking and professional platform, but Instagram can also be a networking and professional platform as well. And there are thousands, if not millions of entrepreneurs using Instagram for their business as a marketing tool. So Instagram is essentially a marketing and networking tool for your business. And it's meant to share visual content and information with people as well. What is content and different types of contents? Content can be anything from a photo a video, a caption, you know, simple writing things on your story. So instead of sharing like a video of you speaking on your Instagram story, you could just share sort of like some written um, content as I call it. So similar to a caption, but it would be short form. So maybe a few words or a few sentences on your story. That's also content. So content is literally anything people can interact with essentially. What is Instagram story? And tell us about different features of Instagram. Instagram story is actually my favorite way to connect with people because it gives people sort of like a behind the scenes look at who you are because you can show them things however you want, whenever you want, basically. So you can show up and show your face like in a, in a live video right away without actually going live on Instagram, but it is live to the people that follow you. So anyone that's following you will see your content pop up. So basically it's a like live ongoing um, video or visual sort of um, medium within Instagram as a larger platform. And you can share, you can, you know, you can be interactive and, and be engaging with it as well. So you can use some features within stories itself. So polls and quizzes, you can share photos, you can share videos, like I said, um, and you can get people to sort of like click on things on your story to interact with you and show you, you know, what they're interested in or answer questions, get to know them better. So it's a really interactive part of the platform. Just a reminder folks, I'm speaking with the beautiful Stephanie Rigby. If you need instrumentals, recording, mixing or mastering, maybe a music video, photo shoot or graphic designing, Need Bouncy Castle's face painting, popcorn, cotton candy, or characters for the kids? Want to do online or offline promotion? Maybe both. Let's print your t-shirts and everything else. Here at Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, we got you covered. Reach us on FB and Instagram at Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, YouTube at Inner Sanctum Entertainment, and Twitter at iSanctum Studios. Or call us at 1-866-338-4123. That's 1-866-338-4123. So tell us, Steph, what are different types of content people create? How do you go about creating, creating content? Yeah, so that's a really great question. So there are tons of different types of content. The main ones that I focus on are in Instagram in particular would be reels, um, posts on my on my. Uh, feed so that main profile that is your account where you have all your lovely photos and things and then also stories so there's static content which is um photos 
and then and graphics and then there's also video content so the way that you create these types of content um i would suggest batching them so i would suggest you know sitting down coming up with your ideas first so every piece of content starts with an idea and so that's really the most important part is organizing what your brand voice is and what you're going to talk about on the platform and it's important not to talk about too many different topics so that you dilute your message or confuse people so it's important to have four main pillars in in for your content so you need to have sort of four specific topics you're going to talk about and rinse and repeat those topics but they need to be broad enough that you can come up with different kind of um, smaller topics within each of those topics if that makes sense and then what you want to do is you can use tools like canva as an example to create graphics or even photoshop or adobe if you have um, these tools as well to create photos and graphics so you know um, charts and infographics and you know um, tip templates quote templates those sort of things and then you can also use the instagram reels feature or even tiktok to create videos to then upload to your instagram reels to kind of give like a more fun um sort of short form piece of content for people to to consume as well what are the reels yeah, so Instagram Reels are short videos, so they're 30 seconds in length total. You can you can film 15 seconds, between between 15 and 30 seconds essentially a reel. Um, and, and it's basically a, a little like video. So it's similar to sort of, I don't know if you remember Vine or if you've really been on TikTok, but they're just really short videos that are meant to grab people's attention, entertain them for 30 seconds, and then, um, away they go to consume more content. So Instagram Reels created this essentially to compete with TikTok. And that's the thing with Instagram is they're always, so when they find other social media platforms that have features that people are then leaving Instagram to use or putting, like taking from that platform and putting on Instagram, they get sort of like jealous or or kind of yes. you know, envious. So they create their own version of it, which is, you know, Instagram. something that keeps the the app evolving sort of right. thing so they are really smart about trying to keep their users within their platform in particular and actually one kind of tidbit of information is that if you're using tiktok to create videos and then uploading those onto instagram instagram's actually quote unquote punishing people for doing that so they won't actually push your content to new users it's only the people that follow you that will see your content um so you want to remove that little tiktok watermark if you can Several ways to do this. Yeah, it's it's a little trick, but that will trick the the Instagram platform to think that you created it on Instagram and not mm -hmm. on TikTok. And so they won't hide it from from new users, new users or diminish your your reach. So how do you create the Instagram reels? Where do you go to get the video the videos done? When you go into Instagram, there is so you, you would go to your profile. So yes. you go to you go there and then there's a little plus sign at the top right of your profile. So you hit that little plus sign, it's beside the three bars. And once you're in there, it says post, story, story highlight, IGTV, reel or guide. So you would hit reel. Um, and then there's a couple tricks. So there are things like audios, effects and timer. So there are a couple features in here that I wanna touch on. So the music feature is like the one that makes it most entertaining, but you don't always have to have like audio 
that is music based in your reel. You can also talk. So you, a lot of people don't realize that they can just film a video of themselves talking. As long as it's 30 seconds max, then that's fine. And, and you know, you won't get cut off and it, and it will be completely, you know, audible and great usable content. So the, that's one piece of content you can create in a reel, which is a video of you giving a quick tip or, you know, maybe you're, you're normalizing something, inspiring people or, busting a myth. So you can use the, the reels that way. So you would just simply click it and film yourself speaking. And then, so hit the button where it says reel, hit it when you're done. So the same thing, the same way you would record a story essentially. And then once you've done, once you're done doing that, you can then add uh, text to it. So once you add your text to it, you can, you know, put little text bubbles up that explain, you know, what you're talking about, or you can even add, um, captions if you have like a cc um so closed caption for people who are um hearing impaired so they can actually read what you're saying and then you can upload that into your um drafts so into your uh, reels drafts and then you just type up a caption so it's important to add some some written words with your video so that people can actually get some extra value out of it. So you want to explain what you were talking about a little bit more in depth in the caption area. And then also you want to use hashtags and then you can post that to your feed and you can also add a cover image to your, um, real so that it looks, uh, nice with your profile because the, so one thing a lot of people don't realize is that you should keep it on your feed. So there's a little tick, like a little ticker that says also share to feed. You want to make sure that's on because this is where when people come to your profile, they're going to see the reel right away and then they're going to go look at it versus if you had it hidden in your reel section on your profile, people aren't always as likely to go into that on their own. So having the reels live on your profile and on your feed is really important and will get you more views on your reels as well. Would you say that people should post more on their feed and not the story? Which one people mostly post on? I see most persons post on their feed and not the story. Right. So a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of power to their story. And I actually have a client who I started posting to their story for them. So um, rarely do I do social media management, but I make an exception every once in a while for somebody that really needs my help. What I do for my clients is I will add things to their profile that they've not added before. So when it comes to assessing their content, I look at like, what are some gaps that we can fill and how are you, you know, are you building those connections or are there some gaps between the people that are following you and, you know, what you're trying to, you know, teach them or, um, you know, say to them sort of thing. So it's not more important to show up on one than the other. I would say it's equally as important to show up on both. Your stories really give you that, you know, personal approach with people. Um, and you can put a lot of content on your stories that you wouldn't necessarily put on your feed. Um, you can do longer form videos, you can do longer form text. So you can write, you know, on your story, like I said, and, and kind of put more words there than you would be able to on your actual feed. Um, and so you have more of a personal touch point with people when you post on your stories. But you know, at the same time, not every single person that's going to view your story is going to look at your feed and vice versa. Right. So that's why it's important to be visible in Balance. as many areas 
of the platform. Yeah, as you can. And Instagram rewards you the more features you use on their platform, the more they push your content out to people, and especially the people that are following you. So that's really important. And, you know, having a mixture of content that is connection based, educational and promotional is really important. I see a lot of people doing just promotional or a mix of educational and promotional and that's it. And that's not enough to build connections with people these days. People want to know who you are. They want to know the, you know, behind the scenes of your business. They want to know like the founder story. They want to know who's actually posting behind that account. Otherwise there's not a personal touch to it and people lose interest. And especially when you're educating people 24 seven, that can get a little bit boring. And Instagram is meant to be like an entertainment based platform in a sense, right? So you can really find things that people can relate to you on and relate to other people on when you share those personal aspects of your life and your business, rather than just, you know, educating and, and giving valuable content all the time. Steph, I see where people are mixing up the difference between business Instagram page and personal Instagram page. So some entrepreneurs um, post on their personal page and show their business. I mean, well, that's their decision. But what's the difference and why should entrepreneurs stick to that business Instagram page? I think really it's time, time management. It's hard to be in two places at once. So I think it's easier if you just have one account that you post on. And that's why I say it's important to do a mix of personal and connection-based content as well as business content and educational content. So essentially for me, I have a private account and I rarely, rarely use it. Half the time people end up following your private account from your business account and vice versa the one way you can you can funnel people from your personal account to your business account as long as there are people on there who you think you know um, are interested in your message and are potentially in line with who you're trying to reach and who you're trying to end up working with business-wise or connect with so you can utilize your personal account in that sense by shouting out your business account, but even that bores people to a certain extent or annoys them. So I think you wanna kind of either, if you're gonna use both, you wanna create a balance. And I would focus primarily on your business account because that's a marketing tool and that's what's going to bring you a lot of results in terms of you know connecting with your clients and making sales essentially um, and collaborating with people you know, such as we're doing. What kind of time you have to use the platform in general and pick one space to be and so I personally say use your business account and you can share personal things on your business account it doesn't it's not it doesn't have to be black and white right. you know what I mean it doesn't have to be that you're just showing business on your business and personal on your personal people want to know who you are like I said so you want to share your personal information on your business page so people can really connect with who you are behind the business what do you mean by finding your dream clients? Well, your dream clients are the people that you most want to work with, right? They're like your most ideal client, the person that checks all the boxes, the person that is like to a T who your client avatar was made um, made from or made up to be and exactly the person that needs your help and can benefit from your services or your product. So that's what your dream client means. Finding your dream clients means finding those exact people on Instagram and building a connection with them. So the one thing I have to say that is difficult with Instagram is finding your dream client because 
not a lot, not a lot of people know exactly what their dream client looks like on Instagram. So sometimes people are trying to connect with end, end consumers, meaning people that have private accounts or personal accounts and don't have business accounts. It can be a little harder to interact with these people because we're a bit shy when it comes to hitting that follow button when someone has a private account. However, that's the first step to getting into their world and really building that connection. So you need to, you know, kind of get yourself in that position to just get over that feeling and just follow them and start interacting with their content. The more you interact with people, the more normalized the approach becomes and they don't feel like you're just trying to sell to them. Um, and then the other thing is with business, it's a lot easier if you know exactly who you're you know, if you're business to business, for example, I work with entrepreneurs. So I'm looking to find people that are in the copywriting, marketing and digital creative space, right? People who are creating podcasts, people who are creating, you know, um, websites for people, hey, shout out you. Um, and that sort of thing, right? So those are the people I can easily search up on Instagram and find them. When I see their profile, I know exactly what they look like. And then I follow them and start to consume their content, meaning, you know, like it, comment, reply to their stories, those sort of things. So that's what I mean when I say finding your dream client. What are hashtags? It's a loaded question in a sense because hashtags are kind of two pronged for me. So there are two ways to use hashtags. So one, mm -hmm. hashtags can lead hashtags can lead you directly to your ideal client. They can also help you reach your ideal client. So let's start with the first method of using hashtags. So to, to use hashtags to find your ideal clients, you're going to go into the search section of Instagram. You're going to um, go to where it says tags, and then you're gonna type in a hashtag that you think your ideal client would use. So for example, if I am looking up copywriters, I might type in copywriters of Instagram, uh, copywriting tips, things like that, that I, for a fact, know that those people are using that hashtag as soon as i search up that hashtag i'm going to see posts from a plethora of people who are in that realm and who are copywriters themselves i may see some other photos of people that aren't exactly copywriters that are using that um, hashtag to reach their ideal clients which may also be copywriters but essentially you can find the people you're looking for through searching up a specific hashtag. Now, let's say you're helping, you know, health professionals or you're looking for people who are looking to lose weight, you might look up the hashtag weight loss journey as an example, or, you know, you might uh, look up people that use the words like, you know, um, wedding goals or wedding inspiration. If you're looking to help, you know, brides, new bride, hashtag just got engaged. So those sort of hashtags can bring you to people who are end consumers who aren't businesses, but are using that hashtag in their content to, you know, just communicate with people who they are and, and what they're all about. What is an Instagram live? Instagram live is essentially a live video. So you're live when you're talking to people. So it's live streaming. Um, so you would go on live on Instagram and essentially just use that to one, a lot of people just kind of connect. So they they'll do like a get ready with me video where they kind of use it like YouTube in a sense, but it's not a planned video. And then you can also use it to train people do live Q and A's. So you can really use it as a um, educational tool as well. So you would show up and then the people that are following you will see a notification on Instagram that you've gone live so they can join your live and they can watch you talk. And then you can also save your live at the end of it and keep it on your profile under the Instagram TV tab. So you can save these as Instagram TV videos essentially, and people can refer to them later, watch them, and then, you know, kind of really get that value that you put out through that live video. What are filters? 
Filters. Okay. So <laughs> I love this. So I love like the whole Q and a thing. Um, so filters are essentially, um, an effect on Instagram. So there are many different types of filters out there. There are some really cool ones that I would suggest using. So the, the, the one that I think is really awesome, it's called green screen and it's a filter by Instagram. So you have to either be in the reels, um, section or the story section like the, the section where you create that and you can, so on the bottom of your screen, you'll see these little circles and Instagram has their own filters. So you want to go to the green screen filter, which is just um, a green person and a little green background. Basically what you can do is you can bring up like a photo in the background. It will show your face in front of the photo and you can point at things on the photo behind you. So you can really use this to show examples to people. It's almost like a tele, like a, not a teleprompter. It's almost like, you know, the weather person when they do the weather and you know, there's a green screen behind them, but they're showing the weather and they're pointing to the different things on the screen. It's basically like that. So that's a really great filter to use to be able to educate your audience or even do funny kind of videos. Um, and then there are other filters that can make your face look a lot more, you know, done up than it already is. So if you're not wearing makeup and you want to look like you're wearing makeup, you can use filters to make you look like that. You can use filters to make you look more tanned. Uh, you can use filters that have little sparkles on them. There, there's, there's so many filters out, out there and those are actually called effects. Um, and then there are also filters where like you create a photo and then Instagram has its own filters um, where you can change the color. So you can basically edit that photo with different filters where they change like the, 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 the shadow and they change the highlight and all those sort of effects in the photo and it will you know, make the photo look a little bit different. So those are two different types of filters that Instagram offers. What are some do's and don'ts? I think some general do's and don'ts. So a general don't is don't feel obligated to post every single day on your feed. A lot of people think that they will grow their account if they post every single day or even twice a day. And there are some old kind of tips out there that say that you need to do that, but you don't need to. Um, and then another don't is don't focus on growing your following, focus on growing your connections. So anyone that's in business needs to really connect with people to get their buy-in and get their like, know, and trust built up in order for that person to want to work with them. So it's really important to focus on actually engaging with the people that are already following you rather than trying to focus on getting more people to follow you, because that will actually put your engagement rate lower and lower, meaning less people are actually going to engage with your content because Instagram only shows 10% of the people following you, your content. So you could have thousands of people following you, but only 10% of them are actually seeing your content on a regular basis. So that's why it's really important not to focus on that. And then the other, so the other, so I'll do three don'ts and three do's. So the other don't is that it's really important to make sure that you don't um, don't post too much educational content. You want to give like a mix of connection-based content and educational content. Um, so then that leads me to the do, which is a mix of content, meaning a mix of content that is you know promotional, so promotes your services and products, connects with your ideal clients, so shares your story, shares what you're interested in, those sort of things. You know, shares like mindset tips, that sort of thing, and then educational content, which is 
frequently asked questions, you know, things that people are struggling with, things that your ideal client is struggling with and quick wins that you can help people achieve. So that is one of the do's. So do a content mix. Then the next do is use hashtags that your ideal clients are actually looking for or following. So they would be kind of hashtags where, you know, if you're in business and you're educating people would be copywriting tips or website design tips or Instagram tips, marketing tips, those sort of hashtags. And then the third do would be do engage with people. So do go and consume people's content, do send them um, um, a reply to their Instagram story. Um, and my last don't, so a bonus don't would be do not send people like a welcome message, or if you do send a very short one, a lot of people send those messages out there and it can come off really sleazy and people don't like yes. that. What is the Instagram bio and how should you create it like? What are the main things you should put in your Instagram bio? Great question. Okay, so the Instagram bio is literally your online business card. So a lot of people don't realize that it's actually something that people can search on Google. So your Instagram, just like your website will pop up if you have good SEO, if your Instagram is Instagram bio is optimized, it, it will pop up on the Google search when people type in, you know, what you do or like the name of your business that will pop up. So there are three things you want to make sure you have in your Instagram bio. So one in the name section, instead of putting your name you want to put what your business does and what you're about so for me it says content mentor in the name section underneath my profile image so that's what you want to put there so that that's what people are actually going to find when they search you up on instagram or on google as an example the next thing you want to make sure is that you have included who you help and how you help them. And also the third thing is you wanna have a link in your bio. So whether it's a website, a link tree, a blog post, email list, whatever it is, you wanna have somewhere to take people outside of the platform because Instagram is a great lead generation tool, but we need to take those leads somewhere. So often you wanna get those people into your Facebook group or your email list or to your website so that they can see more about what you do because you cannot share your whole website on Instagram itself. So you wanna make sure that you're leading people outside to that platform where you share more information about your business a little call to action telling people what they're going to get when they click that link so free content tips you know free um advice on x y and z like whatever you give advice on so those are some really crucial things you want to have in your bio but the most important one is to tell people what you do and how you help them like what you help them achieve and how you help them achieve it who you are who do you serve what do you want to achieve 100% you got it. <laughs> right. What is Linktree? Linktree is basically, it's a tree of links, essentially. So Linktree is an app in itself where you can set up um, like different links that you want people to go to. So it's a nicer way of displaying them rather than having them go to your website and have to decide where to go. And you can write. So there's like, a, it's like a button, essentially. It's a tree of buttons. Um, right. Like buttons that people can click on and you can write what the actual like thing that they're going to get out of it is on the button so you could write like free content tips instagram you know niche course or whatever like you're specifically um telling them and you can use like you can use that like 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 
clickbait in a sense where like you would put like words that are really catchy and get people to want to click on them in order for them to go to those links. So I think it's really important to have that attached to your Instagram as well, um, because you can sort of control where you send people. And then when you post on Instagram or on your story about that particular page, you can give them direction to go to that link on the link tree and, and get directly to that piece of content that you're talking about. What does Stephanie Rigby do, your hobbies away from the content that bestie? Yeah, that's a great question. So I am an avid cook. I love to cook. I've actually tried my hand at uh, some uh, Caribbean chicken roti here and there. So I'm trying my best to cook a little bit and I love Caribbean food. So trying some new dishes there. Um, the other thing that I like to do is I like to work out. So I have an avid work workout routine. I work out at least three, four times a week. Um, and then I also just, you know, when COVID is not happening i like to hang out with my friends typically so i like to at least chat with my friends every day if i can um and then i'm also uh, a cat mom so i love my cat i hang out with her all, all the time and i love animals so that's a little bit about me what would be stephanie's last piece of advice before we go back to the content listing advice I wanted to sort of touch on mindset, like mindset is key when it comes to being an entrepreneur and working on your mindset every single day is so important. So staying positive, being your biggest cheerleader, being grateful, you know, making sure you practice gratitude and, you know, whenever you feel those kind of feelings of doubt, overwhelm, or, you know, just anxiety in general, allow yourself some time to feel it, but cut yourself off at a certain point. So only allow yourself to kind of wallow in your thoughts for maybe 20 minutes or an hour and a lot like force yourself to kind of snap out of it in a in a kind way because you know nothing lasts forever things are definitely going to change and the more positive you are the more you'll manifest the things that you want so staying positive is 100% my biggest piece of advice for anyone whether you're an entrepreneur or not and what would be the final advice for the content from the content bestie yeah so my final piece of advice would be focus on your current audience and engage with them and create content for them. So ask them what they want to, to learn from you or you know what sort of things they wanna know about you. Let them get to know you as a person and engage with their content as well. Share their content, be their biggest supporter because that's how you generally um, build a relationship with people that's super genuine and supportive. And that's what people want when they're looking to work with people. So that is, is my biggest piece of advice. There you have it folks, advice. Instagram tips, content tips, hashtag tips from Stephanie Rigby, AKA the content bestie. Remember guys, life is a journey. Live good, love God. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel good. See you next week, Sunday. Hello, I'm Sydney Thorpe. Sydney Sizer is here to help you meet your all your recording needs. Call or WhatsApp. 876-281-2801 or you can email me at sidnesizer at gmail.com or sidnesizer at outlook.com or you can Skype me using Sidnesizer as my Skype name. Sidnesizer We can talk. Sidnesizer where we love to make good things happen.